Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hiya. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that you have many options out there and the choice to listen to this podcast today really, really fills me up that you're here with me and you're listening in. Today I wanted to talk about a message that has been percolating for quite some time and um, something that I realized was happening without officially realizing it was happening. Um, For instance, I knew that sitting out in the sun and meditating and feeling the sun on my skin felt really, really good um, in addition to putting my feet on the ground, but I didn't really realize what was happening in the initial process of doing that. I just knew that it felt really good and I knew that I just like allowed my energy to be really grounded, but... When we are looking at the sun from an earthly perspective, the sun essentially gives everything on planet Earth life, light, and warmth. And it's an energy that most living things on planet Earth cannot be without. And more oftentimes than not, a lot of us are deficient in vitamin D, um, which is essentially from the sun. And I believe that I've spoken prior about sun gazing, taking off your contact lenses and looking at the sun as it's rising or as it's setting. And this is really important because it um, allows us to absorb that light. And what I also ended up finding out over these past couple months is that the skin um, that is very, very thin is actually the skin that absorbs the sunlight. So I don't know if you remember seeing that asshole sunning meme, but there's some truth to that. Um, your nipples, I always would tan topless and like, it was just a natural, um, action. But now that I know I'm like, Whoa, this all makes sense. Like I was just naturally doing these things without the knowledge. And then the knowledge came after as well as, um, the skin within your mouth and the eyelids. So it's really important to tap into giving yourself sun in the proper areas. And that's why sunning naked is really important and probably why um, it's not really, you know, thrown out there. Now, taking that out of the equation and putting it into a, you know, zodiac Uh, astrological perspective, the sun's glyph, which is a circle with a dot in the middle, is the same glyph or symbol that is used for gold. And what is gold? Alchemy, right? And recently I've been, you know, kind of tuning into the Schumann resonance. If you're not really familiar with that, it's essentially like the energy, the energetic frequencies of the earth and how it changes and shifts. And what we've been experiencing is quite a bit of solar flares. And there are some people that believe that these solar flares are light codes because essentially the sun gives us energy and alchemy. Because if you plant a seed, the seed needs the right soil, right? 
and the right environment and sunlight, right? So the sunlight is the catalyst that creates and it alchemizes the components of what is there in the form of life, okay? So without the sun, we wouldn't really essentially have the life as we know it here on earth because it is imperative to life here on earth. So let's backtrack a little bit. If that is the case, what is essentially in the sun that provides this alchemy, right? And for some people, they believe it's light codes. For some people, they believe it's energy, which of course it is. For others, um, they kind of translate it into um, frequencies, um, you know, they call it radiation. Um, but for me, it's all a form of light codes, and I'll tell you why. When we think about radiation, think about 5G, think about the microwave. These are forms of radiation and all other forms of radiation, you know, Wi-Fi, you know, MRI machines, all of that jazz. Although I don't think MRI, um, it uses a magnet, but anyways, um, these, which is a form of it exactly, right, because it's the pull, but it's not quite in the, the, the expression that I'm attempting to relate to you. But these forms of radiation recombinate the molecular structure of the life form. So they've done lots of research on microwaves, and I refuse to have a microwave in my household um, because what it does to food, it changes the complete molecular combination into forms that our body does not recognize as useful. You could look this up on your own if this is something that really fascinates you. However, when we're looking at the sun's radiation, our bodies and life forms translate that into useful information that recombinate our genetic DNA to create, to absorb, to help grow, to provide, you know, nutrition, vitamins, all of that, right? Now, when we are talking about the sun, we need sunlight and it's no surprise to me that mainstream has kind of, you know, sunlight yes, you need it, but, you know, it causes cancer, all of these different things. And now there's also studies that have come out that lots of sunscreens that block the sunlight um, are actually comprised of cancer-causing chemicals. You could look this up as well. And it is something I think that human humans need to... Um, feel into because yes, of course, anything in excess is going to be harmful. But as human beings, if we go back to the beginning of time, we lived outside. And nowadays, many of us are confined to our offices, to our desks, to our homes, um, you know, to our cars, and we are not actively outside as much as we were originally. And it's no wonder <clears throat> that there are components of us that are not thriving from a physical standpoint because we are not only limiting the exposure to the light and the information that our body needs to grow and thrive, but we are also being bombarded by 5G, Wi-Fi, um, you know, microwaves, everything, you know, my house, you know, has everything digital. 
and I just dislike it because when I lived on my own when I was single I had nothing I didn't even allow like a Wi-Fi box in my house um, and I have you know electromagnetic frequency balancers and organizers throughout the house house under our beds um, and I also wear the pendant when I'm you know on the computer for a long long period of time because we really don't understand the effects of these synthetic so to speak radiation waves on our bodies and on our beings and we could just kind of take this out of context if some of you are like whoa Shelly like you're you're hitting a different level it's going to come back to astrology just give me a moment but when we um kind of backtrack a little bit with regards to what is happening is that if we go out in nature and we are outside in nature without any type of like cellular data or anything like that for those of you who haven't had that experience i highly suggest that you do it because there is a palpable effect and shift happening when you're in that state and in that environment because that is your natural state and that is your natural environment and that's why nature is so therapeutic it's because it brings you back to that space of who you are right the society that we live in and the culture that we live in we call it a culture but it's really a mindset right and if you look at various different cultures like throughout the ages they have a mindset and our mindset is living the way that we've been living um you know consuming and you know hustling and working and money and that is our priority and I'm not saying completely re like revoke all of that, but what I am saying is find the time to come back to your natural state more often than not to reestablish and recalibrate who you are and at the same time absorb the nutrition and absorb the alchemic properties of the sun and of the ability to tap into what I like to call light codes, um, sun codes, and alchemy codes. And this is something I do daily. Um, sometimes I do it longer than others, but I definitely do my best to go outside. I take my top off. Sometimes I go naked in my backyard. I put my feet in the ground. Some, like yesterday, I actually um, you know, did it topless and I meditated for 30 minutes out in the sun. <coughs> Excuse me. And I had this moment where I literally felt my body absorbing what it needed and I felt this sense of relaxation and I remember being you know a teenager and a child when we were outside and we were at the beach and we were swimming and we were in nature and we were in the sun when I would get home I was so tired and I was like what what am I so tired about right because I was just like kind of relaxing and laying out in the sun and like being with nature and now it all clicks it's that our bodies are working hard to integrate to use to metabolize the information that it's receiving okay and that is a huge part of being human that we are coming back to um but with regards to um you know these solar flares these solar flares are powerful because the sun represents spirituality um, and like I mentioned it's our source of nourishment warmth alchemy um, it it helps with the rhythms of, of 
you know, earth, of the seasons of earth. And it's really what feeds us not only in the physical, but also in the spiritual and in the mental, because there have been people, and you could do research on this as well, people that live in darkness for most of the year, their circadian rhythms are off. People who work night shift, their circadian rhythms are off because the circadian rhythm works off of the sun. Um, the moon is also a huge component of this too because the moon represents and affects the, the, the water bodies of this earth, which also affect us because we are predominantly salt water. So when we see the ocean tides affected by the moon, it also affects us to an extent. And that's why the term lunatic came into being. Okay. So when we think of, of the sun, we have to recognize that it is a, a part or a divine. And when we, when we take apart divine, div, the, die, right? D-I, it's the, it's two divide divine and die itself because death is essentially the other part of life right so when we think of divine divine vine is two channels so it's two polarities and life has its polarities in all things okay and when we tap into what the sun really offers us it's really a, a place that is and oftentimes oftentimes referred to um the source or, or like when you think of people who die it's like i see the light the light right there's this light um and obviously i've never died but these are just like the theories and, and connections that i'm creating through my own practice but these codes that come from the sun are forms of evolution are forms of ascension are forms of growth are forms of consciousness and spirituality because we are really living in one consciousness that is being shared by all of us and each of us represent a different perspective of that consciousness right so all of us if we are are choosing to not get sunlight exposure we're really not staying up to par to the proper evolution of humanity as a spiritual collective and as a physical collective okay so what i would suggest is um, really recognizing how powerful the sun is for you and look into sun gazing, look into solar flares. Um, sun gazing is a really powerful tool that I use. Um, and I use it because, again, like I mentioned, it does activate parts of ourselves in the way in which we absorb the sunlight. But it also um, activates the pineal gland, which is the gland that is considered to be our third eye, which is our seat of intuition. And like I mentioned before, it really brings us back to our natural state. And our natural state is intuitive. We've been, again, within the, the constructs of culture or within the constructs of a specific mindset, so to speak, that may or may not um, necessarily be fully in alignment with who and what we were intended to be um, and how we were intended to evolve. So when I talk about the sunlight, I talk about this in a very uh, open dialogue way because these are just things that I've learned and I've integrated through my personal practice as well as research. Um, and when we look at 
its spectrum, the spectrum of light really has this diverse, um, you know, lights and, and frequencies and, and radioactivity, right? So when we allow ourselves to connect with something bigger than ourselves and we recognize the power within that, we truly begin to recognize who we are in our natural state of being, okay? So now I'm going to be um, kind of tripping back to astrology because I mentioned in the beginning that the glyphs for alchemy, gold, as well as the sun are the same glyph or the same symbol. And the reason for this is that the circle actually represents that moment of expansion and the dot represents that moment of contraction. Remember the divide, the divine, the two, and these two components are still a part of the same, which means there are moments of contraction where we pull in and then there's moments of expansion where we expand out. And that outer circle is that point of full expansion until once it hits that point of full expansion, then it goes back into contraction. Think about your breath. Think about life itself, okay? There's these moments of expansion and contraction, okay? And the alchemy is the ability to recognize these various different seasons, these different cycles, um, and begin to use and harness that that layer of, of spirituality and self-knowledge and self-awareness to really bring about more of who we are. So when we look at the sun sign, whatever sun sign you are in your natal chart and the house that it's in, we get to see where you shine okay and how you could begin to alchemize the polarities that reside in that specific house okay and recognizing the moments of you know expansion and contraction this is also the house where maybe layers of your ego get um, triggered or layers of the ego need to be restructured or you have to develop a different relationship with your ego there's a lot of people that say that your ego um, you know, is not your amigo, but I truly believe that it is when you're in a more evolved state. And that evolved state really comes from a deeper understanding of self. And if you're like, well, I don't even know where to start, your natal chart is an amazing place to start because this understanding and the words that are used in interpret interpreting your natal chart are the words and, and, and the language of your soul and your being, your DNA, who you are, wakes up and it's like, oh my God, this makes so much more sense to me now. With that information, you could begin to integrate and alchemize your life. And this isn't just the sun, right? I'm talking about the sun right now, but each and every planet in your natal chart gives you this invitation. And it's you at the at the bottom, the common denominator of any, you know, equation, right? There are two parts, right? There's two parts within us and there are two parts when we are involved in a circumstance, a situation, a relationship, whatever it might be, but we are at the core of that. And until you recognize and you begin to navigate who you are at a deeper level, will you ever really thrive fully in anything that you desire to do because you have to understand who you are and how you work to catch yourself before you wreck yourself 
And sometimes our ego has fed us a, a way of being in this reality, and we call it our personality, that doesn't really serve us, but we're so on the autopilot hamster wheel of like, this is who I am, this is who I am, that we avoid the possibility of being someone different, or we avoid the possibility of there being an invitation to see something in a different way or to see yourself in a different way. And when you close yourself off to the possibilities for various different perspectives, as I mentioned before, you're closing yourself off of the various different points of possibilities in your life. Okay, so when we look at all of the components of the sun and we look at your sun sign, where your sun sign is, as, as in the, the zodiac sign that you are, as well as the house where your sun sign resides, these are really powerful components that you can begin to synthesize and gain knowledge into to really begin to nurture your natural state of being and tap into a deeper sense of self and a deeper understanding of self so you can in turn become the light for other people. You see how this all works, right? The sun first gives you know the nutrition and the information and everything to alchemize and catalyze a blossoming flower, but then in the end, the flower as it's blossoming, we enjoy. Animals enjoy, There's a, or it bears fruit. Maybe it's not a flower, maybe it's fruit other people enjoy. And that actualization, that realization, that possibility that we will call a fruit or a flower ends up nurturing others. Can I get an amen? Can I get a thank you, Jesus? Can I get Yahweh, whatever it is, or hallelujah, whatever word that you, you want to say here? Because you are meant to do what you are meant to do, but you have to alchemize who you are, what you've experienced and what you've been through and see that as where you've been to know and navigate where you desire to go and trusting the evolutionary unfolding. But in, unless you give yourself an opportunity to go back to your natural state, it won't happen. And you're going to be fighting shit tooth and nail. And you're going to be wondering why everyone else has it all figured out, but you don't, right? It's a mindset. It's a culture. You're stuck in what people call the matrix. It's a way of being that we've created a default reality and a default culture in, but it's not the culture that is progressive for evolution or thriving individualistically. It helps other certain people thrive and, and, and you know be successful, but it doesn't allow for each individual to be successful in their own and you are intended to function and be that. And if you're sitting there like, what is my gift? Like, what is my purpose? I don't understand. Then that's, that's an invitation to explore your natal chart as a base point. And if you're interested in doing this on your own, I have a course, Your Born Identity. If you would like to work together, this is what I do within my, my coaching system is I analyze your natal chart as well as your human design. The human design chart I define as the way your physical mechanics function in your natal chart blueprints or your house structure, so to speak. And I help you navigate and create a plan of action to begin to inch towards and also understand and feel 
who and what you were intended to be and become it fully, right? And this is all stuff that you could do on your own, but I, I mean, it's taken me years to, to, to process and, and, you know, analyze all this information, but this is, of course, something that you can navigate on your own, and I encourage that um, because I think your interpretations are so much more insightful than having somebody else do a reading for you, but I will say that I actually had my first natal chart reading and that reading inspired me to navigate my own natal chart and it was a really great foundation, although it lacked in the direction as to like, okay, these energies are here, like what do I do with that? How do I work with it? How do I find balance? What, like, what are the skills? What are the tools? What are the talents that I need to incorporate? And that's what I do with my clients along with subconscious healing, along with you know inner child's healing because a lot of the mindsets and belief systems and values that we hold were established in childhood when we didn't really have tools to support us and now we're kind of carrying some of those remnants as adults and we're using the same old tools that we use as a child and they're not working for us anymore and then we're wondering why we feel unfulfilled we're wondering why you know our relationships and the relationships we're attracting are not the ones that we really really want because there's a disconnect between what it is that you desire and what your subconscious mind is telling you you're worthy of. So we work with your self-worth and we work with the energy is that your soul was given in the form of your natal chart and your human design. So I hope you found this podcast episode useful. If you're interested in joining me for the Spring Super Bloom Reset, I would love, love, love to have you. This uh, reset, again, a download, an inspired download that I received is all about the divine feminine. And please, divine, I just spoke about this, right? The polarities, the two channels that we have. And the divine feminine does not exclude the divine masculine. However, the divine feminine as women, right? And I mean women as in feminine dominant energy, not what you got between your legs, but if you are a feminine dominant energy, how can we alchemize that? How can we work with that? How can we wake that shit up? Because guess what, y'all? That is creativity. That is the energy of creativity. That is the energy of possibility. And it's also the energy of receiving. So if you want to receive more in your life, if you want to feel renewed, if you want to feel refreshed, and if you want to feel re-energized and reconnected to your power, please sign up for the waitlist. I would love to have you. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all, I am so excited to share with you my partnership with Sakara. This is a company that has been a part of my life for quite a few years. I love the integrity of the products. I love the plant-based, whole foods, nutrient-rich offerings that they have. And now, listeners on the Woo Woman podcast get 20% off their first purchase. Yes, y'all, 20% off. So if you are interested in checking um, Sakara out and what it has in store for you, your mind, your body, and your spirit, when you go to the checkout, click the promo code option and type in XO Shelly, all caps, X-O-S-H-E-L-L-Y. If you missed my January 30-day reset, don't fret. I have another one coming up in the spring, and this one is themed Spring Super Bloom reset and we are diving deep in the feminine womb healing um self-love pussy power 
So if you perhaps created some intentions in the beginning of the year and you really aren't seeing them bearing any fruit, I invite you to explore what this 30-day reset has for you in the spring and sign up for the waitlist. It's down below in the show notes.